Have you ever heard the old adage, turn to God one day before your death? And yet, how can we know the day of our death? We should turn to God. Perhaps tomorrow we may die. Thus, every day can be a time of turning toward God. And there have been times in each of our lives when either physically, spiritually, or emotionally, we have been cut off from God. Simply put, there have been times in our lives when we are disconnected from that which gives us meaning and purpose. At such times, it's very easy to feel lost. Let's face it, friends. There are some of you listening who feel lost and others who don't. But regardless of which it is for you today, every one of us can relate to being lost. Hence our sermon theme, Lost and Found. In the church office, we have a closet for lost and found items. And before the pandemic hit, we accumulated all sorts of things. Things like umbrellas, hats, glasses, gloves, cell phones, and a whole assortment of other things. Perhaps you've lost a piece of jewelry, a watch, or some keepsake that was very precious to you. Or perhaps in your own home, you've lost something little on the floor, an earring, a contact lens, or a tiny screw for a project. And there are no replacement ones readily available. I've spent long periods of time looking for something I desperately wanted to find and know you have too. Just three days ago, I lost a pair of sports glasses, or so I thought. Actually, I had put them somewhere for a future purpose. But after scouring all the logical places at least two to three times, I was convinced they were lost and I would have to get a new pair. And then over a day later, in the middle of the night, I remembered where they had been put, and sure enough, that's exactly where they were. I felt silly and joyful at the same time. And this brings us to our scripture lesson from Luke's gospel that Michael read for us about the lost sheep and the lost coin. We can identify with the woman who lost a coin and began cleaning and sweeping until she found it. This is silly, I know, and it may be one of the dumbest things I've ever asked you to do, but just for a moment, I want you to think of yourself as a coin. You have no arms, no legs, no head. You're just flat and round, and you are of no use when lost and you're unable to do anything until found. Next, imagine yourself as a sheep. You still have no arms and are just baying a lot and eating grass. You're helpless against all predators when lost and alone. Now, I know this next one may be hard for a few of you, but try to think of yourself as you. Most of you have arms, legs, and a head with an incredibly complex and intelligent brain. Most of us are fairly self-sufficient and capable people. We may not be perfect, but may think of ourselves as not all that bad either. More often than not, we may wonder whether we even need to be found and saved. But let's take a look at our real condition. For while technology, 
transportation, and communication have changed at an incredibly rapid rate in our lifetimes. Personally, I do not believe that human nature has changed all that much for the last few thousand years. Listen to Jeremiah, chapter 4, verse 22. For my people are foolish. They do not know me. They are stupid children. They have no understanding. They are skilled in doing evil, but do not know how to do good. When you look at the world around you, do you see foolish people? Do you see people who at least appear not to know God? Do you see people who have any real understanding? And do you see anybody in the world around you who is skilled in doing evil and at least seem not to know how to do good? If you can answer yes to most of those questions, then you might agree with me that human nature hasn't changed all that much since Jeremiah's time. Let me suggest you take a look at the world within yourself. Have you ever been foolish? Have you ever had times in your life when you didn't know God, at least not very well? Have you ever had periods of little or no understanding? If you answer yes to some or all of those questions, as I do, then then you have been or are presently in need of being saved, even if only from yourself. Have you ever thought of the parable of the lost sheep and imagined that you were one of the 99 and that maybe the one lost sheep was the black sheep in the flock and you wish it would stay lost and not be found because with all its bad behavior, that's what it deserved? Haven't you ever wished ill for another or that somehow God's love and finding shouldn't be extended to that person? Haven't you ever been that foolish? I have. And I've also learned that life is a strange mixture of good and bad, and all of life is very fragile, and that I could be lost tomorrow, and maybe even today. And the amazing thing is, God cares for each and every one of us no matter how lost, messed up, or out of touch we may be. Now, I know in today's business world, from a business perspective, if someone were raising sheep alone as a single shepherd, their approach would be very different. If one of the sheep wandered off, the shepherd would not leave the 99 alone, or a wolf would come and snatch another just to go off and to try to find the one that was lost with no guarantee of finding it. No, we would cut our losses and continue to protect and stay with the 99. God's problem is not that God is unable to find the lost. God's problem is that God loves. Love complicates the life of God as it complicates our life. Love is not rational, and love does not keep score of wrongdoings, though that is a human tendency. Love doesn't say he deserves to be lost or she deserves what she gets. God's love seeks out all who are lost, regardless of what they have done and even whether or not they know they are lost. 
Imagine the sheep's joy and recognition when the shepherd finds it. And imagine the joy in God's heart when one who is lost is found. The text says there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99. And we are all sinners at one level or another. And the word for repent repent is not to grovel, but to turn. Surely the lost sheep must have turned to see the shepherd. And when we return toward and move in that direction, we cause the heart of God to know great joy. For God's love is unconditional and not tied to whether or not we are perfect or worthy. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. God can take the worst in us and others. And when we turn to God, use us as agents of grace, just as he did with many of the great characters in the Bible. In Jesus Christ, God came into the world to save, to redeem, to restore, to connect, to love, and to bring about right relationships, period. God finds the lost, whether we like it or not. But for those who do like the lost being found, there is great joy. In England, in the early part of the 19th century, there was a woman who had heard of the gospel, but had never been able to respond to it personally. She had come from a Christian home, and she understood the faith, but she still was lost. She considered herself unworthy. One day, she wandered into a very small church and sat in the back row. She was almost in despair and hardly heard a word the elderly man was speaking. And suddenly, right in the middle of his address, the preacher stopped and pointing his finger right at her, said, Each and every one of you can be found. Each and every one can be found now. You don't need to do anything. Well, his words struck like thunder in her heart, and she recognized and inwardly turned toward God, and with her belief, there came an unimaginable sense of peace and real joy. That night, Charlotte Elliott went home and wrote the well-known hymn, which we have sung, Just as I am, without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Jesus is the good shepherd who seeks to find each and every one of us. And Jesus is like us, a lamb, but one who cared so deeply about God and all God's children that he offered himself for the sake of the world. 
Scripture defines Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Don't you get it? The life cycle is a series of losses and findings, and we are both lost and found. But as long as God is God, we are always bound by a love that will never, ever let any of us, even the worst among us, completely go. Lost and found. And there will be great joy, Jesus said, because he knew that God is a saving, finding, redeeming, and loving God, no matter what, no matter what. As I began earlier, some of you may be feeling a bit lost today and others not so much. But either way, may we return to God each and every day for God's finding, saving love. And in the words of that elderly man speaking in that small church so long ago, as he said, each and every one of you can be found now. You don't have to do anything. Amen.